Thank you. Everybody can hear me okay? Awesome. All right. Um, so, really quickly, I'm not going to have time to go over that little slideshow I had. I don't know if anybody had the time or took the time to really study. But basically, the, a couple of points about it. I had some slides there with all of the STMA member manufacturing company logos on it. Uh, just to illustrate how big our uh, manufacturing member family is around the valley and in Tamaulipas. And I am going to be adding some slides that include all of our business and community members too, the schools, the EDCs, the suppliers, the services. Not sure what I'm going to do with it yet, but I think it's it's a lot more presentable than a spreadsheet with a bunch of bunch of words on it. So I'm going to I'm going to be using that as a resource when I do presentations and that sort of thing. But one of the main points I wanted to make about the information on the slide was about manufacturing growth, uh, job growth. Uh, there was some data there from 2018 to 2023, as of February 2023. I was trying to go back before COVID, because we all know COVID knocked the whole economy for a loop. But the U.S. in general, and especially Texas, have recuperated all the jobs, total jobs that were lost in the pandemic, and we're back to where we were in 2019 at our peak and even higher. So um, when I was looking at the manufacturing employment data, I was actually a little bit surprised. So. The United States overall in that five-year period has added a little over 200,000 net new manufacturing jobs. And that's less than a half a percent per year over the five years average growth. Texas, though, added 63,000 jobs during that period. So Texas added 63,000 of the 200,000 jobs in the last five years. That's 30% of the new manufacturing jobs, net jobs, <clears throat> were created by the state of Texas for the whole of, of all the jobs in the whole country, so that's significant. So clearly Texas is a powerhouse as far as manufacturing and really uh, job creation in other sectors as well are dwarfed in, by Texas in a lot, in a, more so than a lot of other states around the country. So it's a great place to do business. No question that our proximity and interaction with Mexico has a lot to do with the, the job growth in Texas. The other thing that jumped out at me, I've been kind of fussing for years, even back when I was back at Workforce, about I didn't think that a lot of the manufacturing jobs were being captured by the Workforce Commission and DOL uh, as far as the manufacturing employment in the Valley. And uh, the, the data I looked at now showed that, that the Rio Grande Valley added 2,000 new manufacturing jobs in the five years. The vast majority of that was in Cameron County. So I think what I think is finally the job growth at Keppel Amphils where they went from 300 employees to over 2,000 in the last five years is a transition from oil rigs to ships and also the new jobs by that, I forget his name, Elon somebody or other. <laughs> uh, he's got over 1,500 employees, probably well over that by now. So I think probably still the data hasn't captured all of that, but they use sampling and surveys and all that, so it kind of takes a while sometimes for the data to catch up with the reality because none of that information is actual headcounts. But anyway, the Valley's added 2,000 new jobs. That's 16% job growth, about 3% per year. So statistically speaking, Texas is adding manufacturing jobs at twice the rate, I mean, the Valley at twice the rate of Texas, and Texas is dwarfing the national job growth. Uh, the other thing that came to mind when I was looking at all this, because I worked at Workforce Solutions, you know, for years as well, they run an STMA. The government likes to count numbers of heads, you know, numbers of jobs, but in our industry, um, that doesn't really tell the whole story, right? So I know a lot of companies directly, and probably all y'all in general, you're probably producing two to three times more output 
with the same for the same number of employees as you did 10 years ago. That's due to process improvements, you know, automation, technology, continuous improvement. That's what our industry does to improve efficiency, improve productivity, improve quality, all of those sorts of things. And safety, I'll throw that in there for our speaker. Um, but anyway, um, so we don't see the job growth, but yet nationally and even here, the, the value of the manufactured goods has doubled and tripled while the headcount has, has dropped or, or stayed, stayed flat over the last 10 years. One other thing really quickly, the Dallas uh, Federal Reserve Manufacturing Industry Survey came out yesterday. I'm not going to take time today to go over it, but generally, I'll send it out to our members with my commentary later in the week. But it clearly shows the economy beginning to decelerate. The rate of growth has slowed down dramatically, and a lot of the measures they look at were flat to declining. So we're, it, it's starting to look like the interest rate hikes by the Federal Reserve are starting to take a bite on the economy. Uh, the service sector is still kind of running wild. People are, now people are dipping into their credit cards to travel and do experiences, so I'm not sure how much longer that's going to last. But the manufacturing industry overall is showing slower growth. And I'll have more to say about that when I send you the survey. A couple of other quick things. We have a really good program, and I want to introduce some new members in a minute and get to it. Our friends at Mexico Industry uh, have put some new maps, some fresh, brand new maps of Tamaulipas and the Rio Grande Valley, uh, the industrial parks and the companies that are located there. It's a great resource. There probably will be a mad scramble for the copies that are over there on the table after the meeting, but um, and a lot of the EDCs carry those at, at their places of business, too, and they're, they're free. Uh, TMAC is going to be offering several trainings in the near future. they got some information over on the tables. For example, there's a Lean Six Sigma Green Belt class that's going to be starting. So uh, we're going to try to do a better job of sharing some of the training opportunities from all of our education partners with y'all going forward without bombarding you with it. But uh, information's over there on the table if you're interested. Uh, really briefly, uh, well, since I have so many manufacturing companies here today, uh, we've been doing this manufacturing wage and benefits survey every other year since 2004. We did one in 2022, and the next one will, will start, will be effective January 2024. So it seems like a long ways away, but this fall I'm going to start bugging all the manufacturing companies about participating in this survey. Uh, a lot of you already do, but a lot of companies uh, don't, so I'm going to start promoting that. It's just an early heads up. And those of y'all who have been participating. I'd like to get any feedback y'all have between now and then about ways to improve the survey or job titles that we should add and all those sorts of things.